the last Sunday of every church year, today, before we start Advent, is always the feast of our Lord Jesus Christ, King of the universe. But calling Jesus King, does that really have any significance to us? Because none of us have really ever lived under a king. Now, if there's any monarchists among you, I'll be in trouble after Mass. But we've never really lived under the rule of a king in our life. And generally speaking, most of us have a little bit of a skepticism to anybody in a place of authority because we've had so many examples through history of people in authority who have abused their power. And then on top of that, we don't need a king like they needed a king 500 years ago. They needed a king before because the king was their protection against invasion from threats of other nations. And so whether or not they liked their king or thought that he was doing a good job, they were obedient to him because they needed him. Now if we don't agree with our government, we just go about our own life and we can protect ourselves. We have the ability to be independent in our lives. And so that skepticism, that independence, the idea of a king we have from stories and history and from movies, but does having a king really have significance for us? And then, what is a king? The early philosophers debated a lot about what would make a good king? Who would make a good king? What type of person? And so when we say that Jesus is king, what does that mean? What kind of king is he? Well, he tells us in the gospel today. He says, my kingdom is not from this world. So Pilate says, but you say you are a king. And he says, you say I'm a king. He's saying, there is something of a kingdom that he rules over. But the idea of a king is too small to contain what he is. What did he come for? He says, I was born to testify to the truth. Jesus' reign, Jesus' kingship, is founded on truth and the testimony of the truth. Now, the verse that comes right after the gospel that we heard today, that we didn't hear, is Pilate's response to Jesus. And when Jesus says this to Pilate, Pilate's response is, what is truth? Which I think is a question that all of us have had at least at some point in our life but in our society is a question that's pretty prevalent. What is truth? Does truth exist? Is truth even possible to obtain? And that idea, in my opinion, is a strong reason why faith in general is falling up by the wayside. Truth, the idea of some objective truth is intricately tied up with our understanding of Jesus as king in our life and of belief in God in general. But what's crept into our society is this relativism. What is truth? Starting to think that everything has equal value. It has the value that you place on it. And Pope Benedict talked often about even a dictatorship of relativism. Why did he go so far to say that it was a dictatorship? Well, what he said was that if 
we no longer hold that there is some objective truth that we all strive to understand, to know, to live by, then the only goal left for us is our own ego and our desires. If we don't have something in common to strive for, then all that we have to fall back on is our own ego and our own desires. And then we have a room full of dictators. Because the only way, the only right way is going to be my way. Because there's nothing that we can work towards. And one of the consequences to allowing this relativism to creep into our lives, my truth, your truth, is two things. One, it takes away our ability to have conversations with real meaning. Why? Because every time we talk about something of real meaning and value, it will end up in conflict. Because no two of us are the same. We will all think differently on everything. Why do you think there are those three topics that we're never supposed to bring up at the dinner table? But then we lose the ability to talk about meaningful and purposeful things. So we talk about the weather. And we never have real conversations with one another. Second thing that happens is we have lost, we lose the ability to disagree with another person, maybe completely, and still love them. Because if the goal is my own ego and desires, then every time somebody disagrees with me, it's an attack against me as a person. And so what's the response? If you are attacking me, I will fight back. And we see this in North America, in the way that discussions are happening in the media and in public. That if you don't agree with what I think and believe to be true, you're wrong. And your idea should be suppressed. We lose the ability to have meaningful conversations, and we can't disagree and still love with one another when relativism creeps in. But Pope Benedict wrote an entire encyclical, a letter to the whole church, called Veritatis, no, Caritas in Veritate. That one's another one. Which is the truth in charity. And one thing that he said in that encyclical, he said that love is rich in intelligence, and intelligence is full of love. What was he saying? He was saying that truth is not truth, if it's not given in love. And love isn't loving if it doesn't contain the truth. They go hand in hand. And we know this because we say that God is love. And Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And so love and truth are in God. And so Relativism that would want to separate love from truth destroys God because it separates what in God is found only together. And so that idea of relativism destroys faith because how can we know truth? But the difficulty that we come under is that we see truth as an idea or a concept. And an idea or a concept, we can strive to understand it. We can strive to possess that. 
I know what is true and you don't know what is true. But in our Christian faith, truth isn't an idea. Truth is a person. Truth is Christ. And if truth is a person, a person can not be possessed by another. And a person can't ever be fully understood. See, Jesus, who is truth, he can be known. He wants to make himself known to us, but we can never fully understand him. We can apprehend something of the person of Jesus, but we can never fully grasp him. And that's truth. So when we say that in the church, we are the caretakers of truth, we're not saying that we hold on to the idea of truth and we have it and you don't. We say that we have come to know Christ and we want you to come to know him too. That it's not something that we have and hold above and over others, but it's something that we have come to know and have apprehended in our life and we're striving to seek it together. What's the point of all of this, this discourse on truth? Why is that so significant? Because not holding to truth impacts our relationship with God, with each other, and with ourselves. If we don't hold that there is some truth, then how can we ever believe what is told to us in the scriptures? How can we really grow into a faith that trusts that what God has spoken to us is true? We'll never have that. And the seed of doubt will always remain in our life. And we'll struggle in our faith always. With each other, we won't have anything to live for together. We will do our best to try to mitigate the differences so that we can live in some form of peace, but if it's my desires against your desires, eventually they're going to come into conflict. And we can't find a way to be united and find peace. And then finally with ourselves, if there is no truth that is given to me, that I strive to live in union with, if the only goal that's left is my ego, my desires, then that means whatever I think up in my mind is true for me. Isn't that a scary thought? That whatever is my idea of truth is what is true. And that causes great damage to ourselves. But for us as Christians, Truth is a person. Truth is Jesus Christ. His kingship is one of truth, leading us to God. But the truth is there to lead us to what is greater than ourselves. That his kingdom that we all belong to is one that is there to bring us to the Father. He testifies to the truth. He testifies to the Father. So when we think of Jesus as King, it's not as one who lords himself over us, but he's one who speaks truth to us to lead us to where we want to go. Because for us, truth is a person, and Jesus is King in truth.